a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. So are you getting a good deal on your taxes? Is it really being used wisely? Is your money going far? Could it be better spent? A new report from the Utah Taxpayers Association looks at the cost of county government to Utah taxpayers during the last year. Rusty Cannon is the president of the Utah Taxpayers. He joins us now to break down some of the findings, some of the things we're looking at. Rusty, thanks for joining us on the program. Happy to be here, Boyd. Thanks for having me on. Wonderful. So let's get into this uh, report, again, based on uh, 2019-2020 data. Uh, talking about city government revenue and and uh, all of those things. Let's talk first just a little bit about the the metrics and kind of how you look at this and how you came up with some of these measurements. You bet. So every year we come out with either a cost of city government or a cost of county government report. And this year's cost of county government. That's what we released today. And it, it, it tries to show what the burden, uh, what is the burden placed on taxpayers in the various counties, all 29 counties in Utah. When you add up all the taxes that are assessed and the fees. And then it, it, it kind of lines them up for an apples to apples comparison to see, okay, how, who has the lightest burden on, on taxpayers and who has the heaviest. Uh, and so as you, as you look at that, uh, the figure I think is, is really useful as you compare the different counties and uh, the level of kind of fiscal restraint exercised by elected officials. So give us some perspective. What did you find out? Some broad brush things first. Well, yeah, some of the broad brushes we got is that the, the spots on this list typically don't change too much. We find that the, the same counties tend to populate the best and the worst, right, whether it's a small county or a large county. And, and this year, you know, once again, uh, the, the, the lowest burden county is Washington County down in St. George. Um, they by far are the lightest burden uh, by, by a long shot, uh, followed by Cache County. Those are the top two. Uh, and you find that as, as far as the big Wasatch Front counties, Salt Lake, Weber, Davis, and Utah counties, Salt Lake is typically the highest um, by quite a large margin as far as tax burden and fee burden on, on a per capita basis. But Davis County and Utah County are some of the best, actually, of the entire state. And that's interesting. As, as you dig into those number, Rusty, uh, again, looking at Washington County, which is at 347 uh, on the per capita in terms of taxes and fees, uh, cash right close to that at uh, 409. Uh, what is it that seems to be different in these uh, best five counties versus these highest burden, uh, worst five counties? Well, that's a good question, Boyd. It really, is, as everybody knows, what drives taxation is the level of government spending. And so as we see in the work that we do year in and year out, we see you know, greater efforts towards curbing government spending or reducing government spending, or at least constraining the growth of government spending in these counties that rank well in this report. You know, Washington, Cash, Utah, Davis County, Iron County, a lot of these counties that rank well in this report, they they have elected leaders that have done a good job of mitigating that spending and trying trying to restrain that growth. And it shows. It it just gets back to the point that we always try to make is that those that you elect to these offices that make these decisions on a county level in this case really do matter and and those 
counties that are working on constraining that spending, it shows up in the lighter burden on their citizens. And those that love spending money, it shows up in the other direction, um, Salt Lake being one of those cases. Yeah, and it's interesting to me, uh, we always talk about uh, you know, local elections versus the, the – we get so wrapped up in the national elections and the, and the big you know, offices, uh, and it's so often it's these counties, it's cities uh, that end up impacting your day-to-day life and the burden that you carry in terms of taxes and fees. Oh, you're exactly right. You know, and it's going to be interesting to watch. In fact, there was some news today about some back and forth between Salt Lake County Mayor and, and the County Council, which now has you know a veto-proof majority on the other side of the political spectrum. Uh, and that battle going forward, they've now started talking about looking at ways to reduce their property tax burden. They've publicly talked about that. This latest spat had to do with it, it sounds like some staff positions and, and some smaller amounts of spending, but nevertheless, it's the same idea, right? You know of yeah. You know, how is this battle going to play out in Salt Lake County, for instance? They typically in our report every year that we do this, they are the, the highest tax burden amongst the largest counties. Now, there's higher higher tax burden counties out there in the periphery in, in out in rural Utah. But that's a, a bit of a different animal because of their tax base. Right. Right. And uh, interesting uh, to note, uh, what did uh, impact, if any, uh, has the pandemic had on these burdens that we're all feeling from our from our county? Well, that's a great that's a great point. So a lot of us have heard about the the money coming from Washington, D.C., right? You know, just they're, they're raining money down on these local governments with a lot of that federal help, uh, thinking that a lot of these local governments might have been hurt during the pandemic. But now we know, looking back, that they actually did just fine. And where we saw it was in sales tax revenue. As people were sort of sheltered in place and online shopping was already a big thing, it became even more well, wherever that item is delivered now, that tax revenue often goes to that specific resident. Mm. And so that bolsters city governments and county governments. We saw a huge amount of growth in sales tax revenue across the state. Virtually every state in the nation had the same issue, mm. unless you're really tourist-driven. But pretty much sales tax revenue is very strong. Property tax revenue, obviously, as we all know, with property tax or property prices right now are very strong as well. Uh, they, they are flush with, with revenue. And that showed up in this report. Uh, to where that top line number for everybody went up quite healthy uh, by a healthy amount. But but this does delve into, on a per capita basis, you know, who who is, has the heaviest burden and who has the lightest. Yeah, if you're just joining us, we have uh, Rusty Cannon, president of the Utah Taxpayers Association, on the line with us. And, uh, Rusty, as you look at the, the report this year, uh, w- were there any surprises to you? Anything that uh, kind of said, wow, that's, I wasn't quite expecting that? Um, well, not a lot of surprises. Like I mentioned, the leaders in this in this report typically stay the same. There's not a lot of jockeying. One area that was of interest is is a couple of counties that that did show up as fairly getting up having a fairly heavy tax burden now that are a little more Wasatch Front centric, and that's Wasatch and Summit County, mm. right? They you know obviously the Park City area and in that area they they have not really found a lot of spending proposals that they don't like or tax hikes that they don't like, or new bond issues. And that is starting to show up in this report, where Summit and Wasatch counties up there are some of the highest, you know, they're about in the top 10 or so out of the 29 counties, uh, even, uh, you know, given their location. And it's, it's, it's starting to have an impact to where, you know, taxpayers there are starting to feel that pinch. Yeah. And finally, uh, Rusty, what, uh, what should we be looking for uh kind of as a forward-moving thing? What are the things that we as citizens should be watching for uh, from this report or things that uh, could play out uh, in the year ahead? 
Well, that's a great question. What we always urge folks to do is reach out to their elected officials. That feedback matters, right? Whether it's, it's on the phone or in person or with an email or showing up to a meeting, they need to hear that feedback, um, whether it's you know positive or negative. That's, that's the reason they're there. And, and elections absolutely matter. And you see that in the, in the report here, that the counties that, that farewell on this report their constituency finds this type of information important, and they want low taxes. They advocate for low, advocate for low taxes and push back on higher taxes. And the ones that show up as, as you know, larger burdens, eh, typically isn't that way. And you kind of see that in the political demographics of these different counties. It shows up in these reports. Those that have the lower tax burden, yeah, they, that political makeup points you in that direction for that county. So the point being, these elections locally do matter uh, when it comes to taxes. Yeah, fantastic. Rusty Cannon, always appreciate the insight. He's the president of the Utah Taxpayers Association. A new report out today, really looking at what's the bang for the buck? How heavy is the weight that we're carrying? And uh, Rusty, appreciate you joining us today. Great insight. And again, this is just a, a great reminder of something that we often talk about on this program, and that is why the local elections matter those local elections matter because they impact what you're doing every day. It impacts jobs, the economy, education, all of those things. And we're going to continue to watch that. So stay with us. This wraps up hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Much more to come after top of the hour news. Stay with us. Live breaking news now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.